everyone. Welcome to More of Mel, the podcast where we talk about the ins and outs of young womanhood. I'm your host, Mel, and on today's episode, Black Girls Don't Bite, we're going to be discussing and navigating the different facets of dating as a black woman, and especially in college, because it's just so extra hard here. Today, I have a very special guest with me, my best friend, Nia Kennedy Harmon. Please introduce yourself. Hey, y'all. My name is Nia, <laughs> and I'm very honored and excited to be on episode four of More of Mel. I've been waiting forward to this all week. We really, we've been planning this episode for, <laughs> for months, 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 since before January. Before the podcast was even no, a thing, like before, we had this in mind. Before she was born, this <laughs> podcast, this, this episode has been just in the works, and I'm so if happy. If we think about it, if we get down to it really has been in the works since before i was born no quite literally technically if we think about it really hard also i want to preface i am black i know people i'm fighting puerto rican allegations (laughs) so bad you guys i'm not puerto rican i'm haitian so please like i i get it like i'm kind of like latina ambiguous (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i guess i'm like latina passing i hate saying that because ew like I mean, we love that? Latinas, but no, I love Latina. I love you guys so much, but I don't. I hate saying Latina passing or like yeah. white passing. I just don't. Whatever. Yeah. I don't want to. I, I am. Shout princess. out. Like hello. <laughs> I will never say that. <laughs> We're gonna get into that. Um, being <laughs> oh called a Haitian wait. princess. <laughs> We're gonna get into a lot, friend. Guys, I'm so sorry in advance. This is gonna be a very chaotic ass episode because if you put me and Nia <laughs> in a room together, it's absolute fucking chaos. Speech calm? Question mark. Ooh. The fact that we, we sit. But there was one time <laughs> when we were not the chaos, but we're not going. Oh, get oh, we're not. We're not gonna get into that. We're gonna live. That, let that person. We're never gonna let him live it down. No. Sorry, twin. You know who yeah. you are. Anyway, let's edit that out. I don't want to give him any airtime. <laughs> Should we edit that out? We'll edit that out. Yeah. You get no airtime. We'll time. see. Because we have lots of listening ears this episode. We really do. People. So. People love to be in our business. What right. can I say? Um, okay, so I just want to say that, like, it's just so hard being a black woman in a world where, like, um, white women tend to, like, run the dating scene, you know? 100%. Can you, like, comment on that, please? Oh, I can. <laughs> so, a little bit of background. Y'all know, mm-hmm. if you know me, you know mm-hmm. I just love to bring this fact up about myself, but I am from North Texas, yeah, Dallas. shout out. Not to be exact, but, like, to be exact, don't even know mm-hmm. where I actually live, <laughs> but I'm from North Texas, Dallas area, right? And so, I know what it's like to be the little black girl out of two or three other black kids in mm-hmm. the classroom there i literally didn't have like go to a diverse school where i saw more than like a handful of black kids mm-hmm. in the entire grade until middle school because that's we went to like both of our middle school and high school or at least where i was zoned was mm-hmm. in like the east side of my town which is like older and it has like just a larger population of like people of color mm-hmm. so it's like the first time where i really saw people who looked like me mm-hmm. but even then there's so many people like again like my school was zoned there so it's still like a lot of um white kids and like the other mm-hmm. all of the other like schools in the area you know yeah. like there's still it's a predominantly white area where i'm uh-huh. from and so like as years have gone over gone on there mm-hmm. has been more diversity but again like when at least when i was in middle school and like elementary school mm-hmm. um it was still pretty a uh, pretty white especially like on my yeah, side of yeah. town and so i it, dating was always like weird you know even mm-hmm. like in class like the like little white girls would be getting asked out mm-hmm. and it was like you weren't getting that either yeah. and then the most like core memory i can remember is just like okay. people would um always like i would always get paired up like with the other little black boys oh and they'd be like oh you should date him oh y'all like it's like i actually am not attracted to that person uh-huh. at all yeah it's, it's just like, like a weird thing it's just because your skin colors match oh, oh you're same. meant to be exactly like, happily ever after which is like so not the case exactly which 
mm-hmm. and it's so funny how you like then you get to high school and it's like oh no mm-hmm. no <laughs> no color over here twin <laughs> a but it's also like a weird thing to, and we're gonna get into that mm-hmm. later in your questions but like i don't yeah. know it's i feel like for some odd reason mm-hmm. in life or yeah. just in i don't know in general it was very much like people trying to pick like they didn't really care like other people got to pick who they wanted to mm-hmm. like be their boyfriend and stuff like that but it was like with me not only me but like even like some of the black boys too just mm-hmm. like black people in general it was like people were like pairing us together and yeah. it's like what if we just like aren't attracted to each yeah, other yeah exactly like people would do it like well people not of color would do it like yeah. unprovoked mm-hmm. and right i feel like they tried to do that kind of to seem woke in a yeah. way i like hate black when white like no i hate when white people do like yeah just because you say something that you think is woke you're not like it far from the fucking fact bitch. exactly like, you're not woke just yeah. because you're trying to like pair black people together it's right just, just a whole fucking weird ass situation no a hundred percent and you don't like you like obviously i knew it was kind of weird but then again i was in elementary school so yeah. it's like i just i it was more of like a thing where i just didn't like it mm-hmm. but i didn't have the knowledge to kind of articulate mm-hmm. like how like how i don't want to say racist but like mm-hmm. like what like it was and it was just like very just like a microaggression yeah like yeah, yeah. oh well y- y'all the two blackies uh-huh. y'all be together and it's like <laughs> oh no thank you like quite literally no thank you like quite literally no thank you so yeah y'all heard it here quite literally no thank you <laughs> yep um but it just like i th- feel like we become more aware of this like as we grow older mm-hmm. logically um I like it's just so weird to me because I straighten my hair a lot. You know this. Oh, like, perm girlies, high five! <laughs> I don't have a perm, but like sometimes yeah, I'm like shit. I do, like though. I, I want to like kind of conform to these beauty standards that mm-hmm. have been like, and I'm not like my hair is like not even that curly, curly, mm-hmm. but it's curly. And I've been like so many comments have been like made towards my appearance and my hair, my nose, just mm-hmm. like my body, and it's just like I just feel the need and feel forced to like conform to like white beauty standards and it's just so tiring Mm -hmm. and like most of the times like i'm i don't want to say i'm like grown because i'm not 50 years old but i feel like i've grown enough to a point where i'm like okay like this is who i am this is what i look like like those are the looks i were given like Mm -hmm. at birth and i should just embrace that Mm -hmm. but still i still fucking straighten my hair every week just because it's such a big insecurity and so many people have said so many things about it like oh you look better with straight hair Mm -hmm. like so many men have said that yeah or like when i i remember the big thing in haiti Mm -hmm. like whenever like us curly girls we would show up to school with straightened hair it was like men would fawn over us which was so fucking strange Mm -hmm. like i'm the same person my hair is just like looser like what's up with that and we're gonna get into some examples actually let's get into it right now yeah i remember i'm sure you remember too we were talking to a friend Mm -hmm. and she was talking about ice spice Mm -hmm. and how ice spice had like because you know she has an afro yeah right and how on a red carpet she was wearing a straight wig mind you a wig not even her straightened hair exactly and like guys in her class were just going fucking crazy like oh now i see it now i see why people say she's so bad now i see the hype and it's just so i don't like it like yeah any comments i have lots of comments Mm -hmm. so again yeah so we're like i feel like almost opposites in terms Mm -hmm. of looks because like i have like super duper like really like thick like coarse hair Mm -hmm. and um i'm really like thin you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying and like those were two of my biggest insecurities because the thing about me it's like uh, again like going back to like where i grew up and like the people i hung around like and the mm-hmm. stuff i had growing up like generally speaking i wasn't people's um stereotype mm-hmm. of 
what black people are supposed oh, to yeah. be. Okay. And that's a whole nother rabbit hole. But like it was very much like I felt really insecure because like I didn't know like what I was supposed to look like or who yeah, I was supposed yeah. to be. You like know I where to put yourself. Exactly. Yeah. I genuinely didn't know because like people were saying, Oh, like, well, like you're not black, like you're mm-hmm. Oreo, like you don't <laughs> look like black persons like, oh, just cause like I, mind you, I was in sports all of high school, and like or like all of my childhood, uh-huh. to be honest. And then like even both my parents, like they were athletes growing up too, so like mm-hmm. they were very thin. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't, I didn't really like know what to. I was like, this is just how I am. Mm-hmm. This is how, who, like how my parents. Yeah. Like if you look at pictures of my mom, like we look like mm-hmm. the exact same oh person yeah. at this Shout age. Shout out Wendy. Shout out Wendy. <laughs> I love. Her. I'm supposed to see her when I go home. I miss her so much. Y'all know that's like my literal best friend of life. Like I love her. She's such a queen. Shout out mom if you're <laughs> listening. But um yeah, so it was just like I don't it was a weird thing because like I grew up and I think a lot of my insecurities, if I'm being so honest, mm-hmm. came from outside sources and came from people kind of like projecting and just like mm-hmm. giving unsolicited opinions because like 1000%. I didn't I don't want to say I had a problem with my body because like I still don't and as mm-hmm. I've gotten older, you know, I've done stuff like tattoos and piercings mm-hmm. that make like make me more confident, make mm-hmm. me feel beautiful. But it's like I I feel like a lot of my insecurities, especially growing up, uh, like they were from other people and what not fitting into what other people thought I should look like Mm -hmm. or do my hair like Mm -hmm. or my body type as Uh a black woman, which is, again, still so very odd to me. Again, I've only ever been a black woman, obviously, but like I from what (laughs) from the people (laughs) from the people I've grown up around Uh and just, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, again, I don't Mm -hmm. tend to be very conscious, but it's like I don't know or I haven't experienced or had an encounter where like Mm -hmm. other women who are not black are Mm kind of like being told like, this is what your body should look oh, like. Oh yeah, and it's just so fucking sick. Not even no, yeah. not even on anything funny. It's just mm-hmm. so sick because yeah, like other women of other races will get like shot on from like mm-hmm. their but just not as much. And it's so yeah. like apparent. Right. Like it's just like the stats are like fucking crazy. Yeah. Cuz like you're going to see an average like um mid-sized white woman. Mm-hmm. They're going to have something to say about it, but yeah. It's never gonna be as awful and as disgusting as what they have to say about like a mid to like plus size black woman. Yeah, or as quick and as hard. Like the shit that like Lizzo gets put through. Oh yeah. Do you know Ashley Graham? Yes. The supermodel. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. Blah blah. blah. She is a gorgeous woman. Crazy body. Mm -hmm. But then when it comes to Lizzo, it's like oh, disgusting pig fat. Yeah. Blah blah. And it's just. It's just like why? Like what is up with that? Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be that person that's like, oh, we're in twenty twenty three. Like, but yeah, shit. But we, like, but we are though. We can call a thing a thing. No, we like, are grow though. the fuck. Up. Can you like, like read the room? Maybe yeah. like kind of grow up a little bit. I mm-hmm. just I don't get it, and it's just so frustrating yeah. sometimes. You know, um, something else that I really want to talk about because you know, hashtag I'm in my white boy era, which. <laughs> I, <laughs> which it's just such a sick era like i say that i think I, you're i think no, your era right like now going so smoothly yeah I feel exactly like from january to march oh Ooh. absolute hell <laughs> I, no absolute hell but like right now it's smooth mm-hmm. like um my biggest pet peeve and it's almost like a no like it makes my brain scratch it's mm-hmm. when a white man says like if i ask a white man his type and he goes women of color or like black women i think something in my brain like actually shifts Mm -hmm. it's just like what do you mean like what do you mean yeah because it's like we're not a species (laughs) friend hey shout out (laughs) it's a new fact alert like we're human beings not a species no and also i feel like it's just like 
they're saying that to your face just to like in a way they think they're making you feel comfortable but it's quite literally the opposite because i know you're fucking lying to me like you're actually yeah. lying to me it's just you're trying to push this narrative that mm-hmm. your type is not white skinny blonde women mm-hmm. and it's just like the thing is like there's nothing wrong if that's your type no, that's your type no, quite literally love, i have so many skinny blonde beautiful brunette white friends you shout out to y'all but like yeah if that's your type that's okay for it. like you don't think <laughs> sitting in my face and lying and gaslighting me like you really don't. No, you really don't. No, literally, it's so okay. Love those girls, but to don't infinity. No, and <laughs> don't just sit down and like play in my face talking about some. Oh, I love black women. I love black women. Mind you, the only black women they know are like Ice Spice, like those kind of like again let's Latina passing no. women. Like let's get into that though because I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of people too. Am <laughs> Going. A lot of people we've encountered not only in uh-huh. our lives at home, but even um yeah in college. In college, they're like again their perception of what a black again oh my god no woman no human being is one single thing. So I want to make exactly. that very clear. That's not what like we're trying to say is that mm-hmm. like white women are just one group of people. That's not what we say. Or like mm-hmm. Latinas like this is not what we're saying at all. Yeah. But like what we're from our perspective and our experience, we're trying to say is black women aren't one type of people. Mm-hmm. So back to like I spice and them, which beautiful women Beyonce, You're beautiful, so gorgeous. Yeah, but it's like I f- then I think there's like layers of black mm-hmm. women. So you get to like okay, they've they know what black women are. Well, mm-hmm. shout out, shout out. Now it's like okay, the only black women we know are a very particular looking, mm-hmm. who have like the same features too. Which is it's like, like Beyonce, Mariah the scientist, <laughs> like. <laughs> Or, like, even, like, <laughs> Quen Blackwell, people go crazy. She's gorgeous, insane yeah. body. But, like, th- it's just, like, another layer. Because, like, you'll show a guy, like, that's, quote-unquote, into black women. And you show him, like, Lupita, N- Lupita Nyong'o. And Who's he's, like, stunning. Her resume is gorgeous, insane. This gorgeous-ass woman. And they're, like, oh, I don't know. No, but let's <laughs> see. No, because I'm waiting for you to bring that up. Thank you, friend. Yeah, because now I'm going to take the mic. No, because here's my thing, friend. Again, how, like, men are, like, oh, unimpressed. Like, the thing about me is, like, I don't know. I'm not a man, never been a man. But, like, mm-hmm. I would think. And, again, no shade to no women. I don't want y'all to go crazy. But it's, like, like if I were a man, I'd be, like, oh, my goodness. Like, Lupita Nyong'o is so attractive. Not only is she, like, a physically gorgeous woman. Mm-hmm. She's so talented. She so eats on talented. the red carpet. Like I think, like what happened to like being attracted to people's brains? What? And Let's I think bring that back. And please. I think that's why because I feel like too, especially like in my experience, especially in high school where it was the absolute worst. Mm-hmm. It's like I felt like people weren't. How do I say this? Okay. I don't want to say like. How do say, I say what this? say what you want to say. Oh girl, you know I was pre-censored before coming on here. I'm not trying to hurt <laughs> nobody's feelings. Um, uh-huh. I have to be, this has to be quick, too. I gotta get this out off my chest. But I'm like, I think it was a very weird thing where, mm-hmm. like, people, like, black women, okay, here's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Add this out. Black women, a lot of, t- and not every time, I don't want nobody hurt getting feelings hurt, but especially as a black woman who, like, mm-hmm. experienced the whole, like, dating, talking, especially in high school which mm-hmm. was actually so tragic and horrendous <laughs> it's like a lot of times i feel like i'm just put a frank black women get left with the scrubs like if mm. we're being so honest yeah. like it's espe- like especially like a woman like lupita nyong'o like a man like the man that we were describing should never ever even think to put their mouth bad and say no, now yeah. about lupita nyong'o but yet we find men black men included all men of all races they'll see a black woman who's gorgeous successful 
talented like is everything that a man should want in a woman mm-hmm. like ever period and they'd be like yeah. oh no thanks because of her complexion or something yeah. and it's like whoa like again you can have your type you can like what you like but it's like there's a yeah. very clear like your yeah there's like a line there's yeah. there's definitely the line of like just having a type and being borderline fucking colorist yeah hashtag asap rocky shout out Ooh. Um, <laughs> you brought up black guys and i actually have a point of mm-hmm. that like in my outline how sometimes black guys also make us feel like subjected to like those absurd white beauty standards yeah. and it's like twin what do you like what do you actually mean what's up exactly, with that yeah. you know yeah i and agree i feel like it's definitely like i don't know i definitely like i wouldn't say like i felt necessarily subjected like mm-hmm. by black men directly mm-hmm. but it definitely like is like like know. an underlying i feel like it's way less because like they do live the black experience and they do live through like those stereotypes and those like expectations and beauty standards but i feel like they still do it like like to a certain level you know i think they do it especially me indirectly where it's like people like they wanted you to like be the girl mm-hmm. on the side mm-hmm but the girlfriends though oh yeah they don't look like me <laughs> so it's very weird for and it's because like one plus one does not equal two it doesn't equal two <laughs> but it's just like it was like a very weird thing where uh-huh. it's like why and first of all i'm that's never even going to be an option for and it's been like multiple guys yeah. too like this is not don't feel special if you <laughs> think i'm going to stare up about you because there's been multiple people <laughs> mind you but it's like this thing where like I want to be in your face. I want to give you this attention. I don't mm-hmm. want to say love bombing because uh-huh. I realize like that's a very strong word. Yeah. I don't want to say that, but maybe like a form of just like in your face, in mm-hmm. your ear, like trying to get your attention. Yeah, yeah. But then the whole time they'll have literal girlfriends, and it's like, oh, uh-huh. twin, you shouldn't be in my phone though, friend. Shouldn't like, be in my phone. Shouldn't be taking me out on dates, writing me letters, like what? Writing <laughs> love letters, like. <laughs> <laughs> digital footprint is real, y'all. Y'all digital need to stop digital writing love letters so over text. Because <laughs> oh, <that's> so <laughs> me and my homegirls are clowning you, friend. Oh, one thousand percent. If someone were to go between me and Nia's chats, me, Nia, and Samara's chats, Ooh. oh, I think we'd actually have to be bailed out of jail. Like, it's just like sorry, but like kind of justifiable because the birds were surround were surrounded by is like crazy. It's just, but the thing is, if you were if y'all were in our shoes, y'all. <laughs> If y'all were in our shoes, try to live a day in Neon Melody shoes. <laughs> challenge, like <laughs> impossible, <laughs> um, level impossible, like, <laughs> like no, quite literally, and it's like the sickest thing ever, bro. I don't even know. Um, I feel like we're almost done, but like, um, I want to touch on this a little bit. Mm-hmm. How sometimes we live in like periods of delusion, like questioning ourselves and our value mm-hmm. because of men's actions. It this doesn't have to do that much with race, but I feel like it definitely has a correlation. It's touch on it for me, please. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. so you know my very um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna get into it again yeah. because I'm growing, I'm healed. But something very hurtful happened to me, mm-hmm. um, not too recently, but you know, this is still a thing. Like even my mom and I are super close, and like she didn't even know how bad the situation mm-hmm. was until I told her. Literally, I think it was like before Christmas break or something. Remember, I like stepped mm-hmm. out of one of my friends' room to like just talk to her on the phone, and like yeah. I was like I told her about like everything with like just like the mm-hmm. different guys because th- they it was like kind of like back-to-back mm-hmm. type thing and it was just like, it got to be very messy yeah so she's kind of like oh like i didn't know that mm-hmm. and so um even like so there was something that happened and it was someone that like you know i trusted and 
and it just got to be messy. You know what I'm saying? Like, other stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Mm -hmm. That happened. But then again, it it did cause me to question myself and my self-worth because I thought that I was the one who had the flaws and, like, who wasn't. I thought, okay, let me just be frank. I thought I wasn't lovable because Mm -hmm. this person wouldn't be honest and just, you know. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't be honest, and they wouldn't be truthful, and it just got to be a whole thing. Like, it got blown out of proportion. It's I'm not going to go into it, but it's, like, I definitely agree. Even, like, with um, other people, mm-hmm. as in guys from back home, Yeah, it's, like, um, like, there was one guy, and, like, we had gone out a few times. It just, like, we weren't going to click, and I knew we weren't going to click. Mm-hmm. Um, people tried to make it work. And it just wasn't. And, like, I would see, like, the things that, like, this person would, like, post mm-hmm. about women. Like, it wasn't directed to black women, but, like, the stuff that they would, like, post. Mm-hmm. And it was just very, like, like that's disgusting. Like, you're disgusting yeah. for that. Like, the fact that you would even think to, like, do that. And even, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Again, I don't want to use the word love bombing, but it's just, like, I feel like men will sometimes approach you mm-hmm. very weirdly. And especially, like, what made me upset was, like, a lot of it happened. Because, okay, again, not to do my own horn, but, like, I have always been a very driven person. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot, been successful yeah. in almost everything that I've done. So, it's, like... I can attest to that, y'all. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. But it's, like, I feel like guys would see that and, like, see, like, the attention that I would get. Mm-hmm. And, like, how I'm doing successful, like, without them. Like, and I'm, d- and, like, I'm in a good space. Mm-hmm. And I feel like men would come into my life at that moment. Mm-hmm. And because they knew that I had a soft spot for them. Or, yeah. like, knew that, like, I cared for them and, like, wanted us to work out. They would, like, come shake stuff up leave mm-hmm. and then see what i'm doing better again and then like come back yeah. and just like mess stuff up mm-hmm. and it would it would happen i noticed too like at milestones in my life or, like very special mm-hmm. moments they would come in and just like mess stuff up and like ruin the moment mm-hmm. and so i think that that's like again like men's actions like making you question yourself because mm-hmm. you think that you're wrong it's like no whole time this man has been plotting yeah. to like make again he wanted me to do that like they yeah. wanted me to question myself and for sure feel like i needed them and it's feel like always I like fabricated like it's yeah they're not doing it out of nowhere they're like thi- they're actively planning this like yeah. oh nia's doing so good right now without yeah. me hmm what can i do to fuck that up mm-hmm. you know and it's sh- i don't like i don't like that like at all it's just like yeah. can we grow up and like yeah. grow out of the those like toxic ass patterns because exactly. like what are you going to do when you get into the real world? What's up with that? Can we talk about that? And the thing is, like, <coughs> not even to be funny or, like, be rude, because everyone has their own different path. I don't want to talk myself off, but it's, like, I'm seeing the guys that, like, did, like, really just, like, mean, mm-hmm. horrible stuff to me. And I'm, like, oh, twin. Like, <laughs> now I see why you, ch- like, you wanted me yeah. to be back, like, be held back with you. Because uh-huh. if we compare resumes, mm-hmm. like, we don't even have to go there. And, again, not to be rude or cocky or anything, but it's, like, I I kind of see like I know why like you picked me because mm-hmm. I wanted someone that they could feel like they could tear down mm-hmm. or like own in a sense you know what yeah. I'm saying or like hold back for sure because like I'm not gonna lie like some like there are men in this world who like to do that like because mm-hmm. I've had Take friends pleasure in it exactly I've had friends who've been in literally abusive relationships mm-hmm. like multiple and that's what men do they see these gorgeous smart talented girls what do they do they dim their light i've seen Mm -hmm. it more than one time with people that i've grown up with and i've you try to like get them out of this trap and it's like they can't get out because it's like sometimes especially depending on i feel like it's kind of stockholm syndrome kind of yeah oh for relationships no ten thousand percent and it's like a guy can give you as like much gifts as he wants he could be as so flashy as soon as he gets you he knows that he has you 
it's yeah it's just all bets are off all bets are off and it takes literally a village and quite literally years like one of my best friends she just got out of a very very toxic quite literally unsafe relationship Mm -hmm. and like when i went back to i was back home and i got to see her and i hung out with her Mm -hmm. she just she literally looked different now that she was not with him yeah like it's it's an actual thing where these men if they can sink their teeth in you Mm-hmm. for long enough they will literally start to drain you oh one thousand and that's what happened to percent. me like mind you i wasn't even dating this person i didn't date any of these people that i'm yeah. referencing on this podcast right now but it's like there were points though mm-hmm. that they punched me in my gut metaphorically speaking so much like i like you could see it in my face and my demeanor mm-hmm. and it was showing up and like my performance and my grades and it's like you can't give men that power. Like you really there's can't. it's difference between like being vulnerable and like that one thing to then like giving people power and I've mm-hmm. I w- to a certain extent I don't wanna admit it, but I did give certain people that power yeah. over me to where I let them hurt my feelings. I mm-hmm. let them make me feel like I was less than I let them make me feel like I wasn't as valuable as I yeah, am. Yeah, that you weren't deserving of like yeah. actual love. Which is like not even w- that to like but just not be gaslighted and lied yeah, to. Like yeah. it was very basic, very like just don't be mm-hmm. a bad person yeah. and like they were a bad person because they wanted to and they could see that it got to me yeah and that's why they did it and which sucks because especially like when you trust these people and you think like you think it's real mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's not real and then over and over again you just yeah. find out that it's it's just not real so yeah it's it's really fucking crazy i think the first time i felt like less valuable because of a man's actions and this had a lot like not a lot to do with race, but, like, looks. Mm-hmm. Is when, like, the second time I got cheated on, mm-hmm. he cheated on me with a white girl. Like, mm. gorgeous girl. No hate yeah. to her. Like, forgive and forget, whatever. Right. Not to him, though. Yeah. Um, Gorgeous girl, but blonde, blue eyes, mm-hmm. skinny. It was, like, when I found out, I followed her on Instagram, duh, because I'm fucking psychotic. <laughs> but, like, when I found out, I literally lost all, when I tell you lost all sense of self, yeah, did not know who the fuck I was. Yeah. I was changing myself. I literally like stopped eating. I, mm-hmm. It was just a whole like just fucking rabbit hole. Yeah. I just just didn't know who I fucking was because of this man's actions, and he did it with a person who I literally complete opposite looks. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god. So like you were lying to me throughout this whole ten month relationship, mm-hmm. and like you just fucking did that, and now like. Now you're you're doing all good, kicking it up like mm-hmm. wherever the fuck you were. And me, I'm down in Haiti, literally fucking sh- ripping hair out yeah. of my head, yeah. and like not even knowing who I am at that point. And it was just like such a fucking sick ass situation. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I I feel like I I don't want to lie and be like, oh, I don't give men that power anymore. Like obviously to a certain extent, like we're yeah. all human and like shit does happen. But I feel like. I've kind of learned a lot, a lot, a lot throughout high school. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm never going to let a man have that power over me ever again. Yeah. I feel like low-key now, love everyone in a relationship. I feel like low-key now, personally, that's why I stay single. Because I'm still, like, still have those little things in my brain. Like, ooh, you're mm-hmm. going to get cheated on. Like, yeah. ooh, he, he doesn't really like you. Ooh, he's just using you for a body. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. like, a little voice in my brain where it's like, ooh, yeah. can't do that. And especially in college, scared of the fucking men here. Like, Ooh, row, like scary. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Any more thoughts? Yeah, I do want to leave a thought. Um, I think mm-hmm. too. Also, like something that happens, I think, especially growing up, mm-hmm. you know, in your house, like you, 
um, just I want to share a lyric from a song by a very love um, that. <laughs> a very good song mm-hmm. by a very great <laughs> artist. Um, the song "Rider in the Dark" by Lord, where she says, "I am my mother's child. I'll love you till my breathing stops. I'll love you till you call the cops on me." And I feel Whoa. like again, <laughs> yeah. But like, listen to the song, really digest the song, you know, sit on it. But it's like, I feel like too, like that can be a thing. Not even just like with our mothers, but like just mm-hmm. looking at like other people's relationships and like the women that we look up to in our mm-hmm. lives, the black women especially we look up to in our lives. You kind of see these patterns in relationships, and you're like, you think that some of their treatment is normal mm-hmm. whole time. Like they're trying to get out of it too, yeah. And they're trying to set a better example. For, and I have like really close. I don't want to give too many hints, but, like, mm-hmm. I have people close to me who I look up to where it's, like, you know, like, we're all trying to figure out this relationship mm-hmm. thing together, but I think it's so easy because black women have been conditioned to think, oh, no one's going to love you. Oh, you're yeah. not pretty enough. You're not valuable enough. So when, like, this person comes along and you think that it's genuine, then again, you are your mother's child. You love them till your breathing stops, and you'll love them till they call the cops on you. Like, you'll mm-hmm. go to any length to prove that you're worthy of love and mm-hmm. the affection, the attention. It's like, actually, you don't have to do that. This person is actually crazy. Like, mm-hmm. there's, yeah, yeah. So, I don't. I definitely see uh, yeah. what you're saying there. Like, I kind of want to touch, like, before we leave, mm-hmm. one thing you said. I wrote that down. Like, pretty enough to fuck, mm-hmm. not pretty enough to, not, no, good enough to fuck, not good enough to be in a relationship. Yeah. Like, and that fucking quote resonated with me throughout mm-hmm. high school because I feel like so much men would fucking do that shit to me. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't fuck them, but it's like hooking up. Like, mm-hmm. just, it was just so crazy to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know, bro. Like, it's just a whole uh, yeah. lot of shit, like, that can be unpacked. But, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? We'll have to do a part two to this room because we gotta get out the studio. We it's about do. to close. Yeah, but it is gonna close. There's so much but more. We can dive into. Yeah. All right, everyone. I think that's all we have for you right now. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of More of Mel. Black girls don't buy it. And we didn't stay on that, but we went off on a couple tangents, which is so okay. Just more content. Good tangents. No, such good tangents. Mm -hmm. More content for the listeners. I know they're going to love this. Right. And I really hope you guys enjoyed the topic of the day, being a black girl in the dating scene. Shout out to my homegirl, Nia Harmon. Guys, I'm going to miss her so much. Please stop. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> literally screaming anyways girly um i love you so much thank you for giving me your time it was just such such a good time always with you and the fact that i get to work on this special project of mine with you just so happy you know y'all me we're not gonna get into it because again <laughs> we are literally on a time crunch but mel and i have been through the oh. ringer oh my god this semester and i'm not gonna yeah no cry. details uh-uh. But it's an honor for you to have me on here and just know I appreciate you and I love you so much. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say because I will literally start crying. <laughs> She's such a singer, y'all. I, I am, y'all. <laughs> if I could sing, oh my Shut goodness. up. Let, let's, get her out <laughs> the st- let's get her out the stew, y'all. Can't have her here no more. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I love you all so much and tune in next time on More of Mel. Bye.